We are recording, so all that funny stuff you were saying, please say it again. Okay. What, what did you come on singing? That was Welcome great. to Bundle Buddies with Alex Honnett and Skerrick T. Roth. <laughs> You're in the boneyard. With, with Alex <laughs> Femur Honnett. <laughs> with Alex Ribcage Honnett. They call me the Ribcage because I'm trapped, baby. <laughs> Alex Bleeding Heart Hanet and, and the Scare Man. Scarec T Bones. Scarecrow T Ribcage. <laughs> what is it with you and Ribcage? <laughs> you love scariest, it. That's the scariest bone in the body. Welcome to Bundle Buddies. This is the podcast where we play through the H.I.O. Bundle for racial justice and equality. My name is Alex Honnett. And my name is Eric Taylor Roth. The H.I.O. Bundle for racial justice and equality was launched in June 2020 during the massive outcry for racial justice following George Floyd's murder by police. It has 1,741 items from 840 plus creators and it raised over $8 million. All proceeds were donated to the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund as well as the Community Bail Fund. This is episode... 23 and we have played 62 of the 1365 playable games in the bundle thank you for joining us today hello skerrick uh, hello boneyard <laughs> <laughs> hello ribcage um, uh how are you how are you you were telling me you were playing civ today how's that been yeah well so to, to, to clue our listeners in the uh great uh disaster with the computer yeah. has been resolved the great it's... unbundling yeah, it's looking like, um, unfortunately, I'm going to have to wipe my MacBook Pro. But in the meantime, I just bit the bullet, uh, spent a bunch of savings on a gaming PC. And uh, now I have this, like, fucking hog hookup uh, that I can play all kinds of games on. So maybe we'll start streaming more stuff or, or get a little thing going there. I think that'd be kind of fun. That sounds um, great. But it has very much opened my horizons in terms of gaming possibilities. I was just looking through a small little keyhole before, and now I have opened the damn door and walked through. Um, oh, boy. Oh but boy. I'm mostly just playing Civilization. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going good? Uh, so far, it's going great. I got Civ 6, so I upgraded, and uh, I'm having Woo! a really good time. Woohoo! I'm having a good time, baby. Go to the moon. Can you go to the moon? You should go to the moon. I'm going to the moon, baby. Okay. Call me, for, forget about Boneyard, call me Moonyard. Moonyard with Alex Helmet. <laughs> Alex Space Helmet. <laughs> uh, I played so much Apex Legends today. It was uh, President's Day today, uh, and I had the day not my, off. Not my President's Day. Hell yeah, baby. Um, but I'll still take the day off. I'll fucking take the day off for any fucking president. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, had a had a blast playing Apex Legends, getting our, my ass straight up just murdered over and over and over, like a terrifying Groundhog's Day, like a like a day after. T- what was the live die repeat? Like, just like a live die repeat scenario. I love that movie. That's a great movie. I it's really good. 
Tom Cruise. That guy's a big movie star. Tom Cruise. Um, he's good at acting. He's fine. He looks like a psychopath every time he. <laughs> you're like. You know, really like Can little you little imagine boy. like just like being around him? Not in. I mean, I'm sure he's just always in some kind of weird character. Because yeah. he's not a real person at that point. He's just some kind of weird like hollow shell. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's move on. I don't want to be uh, hounded by Tom's lawyers. Scientology. Scientology. Yes. Right? With Scientonit. <laughs> and Scaric T Roth. Oh yeah, my Yeah, that God. one that one just transfers. Um, Kill me. Well, um, one unfortunate news, a bit of news is that the the um sounds might be a little different in this one. I, we're gonna we lost our sound library. I'm gonna harvest some old episodes if I can get the quality back up to snuff and probably have to redo the way the intro music sounds, but it's going to be uh, new sounds. We lost our little, you know, pl- 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 play it and oh. uh, three mushrooms sort of risotto and Jonah saying triple play. <laughs> um, so we'll have to rebuild those somehow, unless maybe I'll just go back in some old episodes and grab it. I, I just, the idea of ripping from an episode makes me sad somehow. The quality yeah. Be the same. Yeah. And this gives you a good excuse to reach back out to your buddies. Our buddies, mm. our bundle buddies, mm, our BBs, our, bu- our bundle Libras. Uh, this week's episode is uh, guested by, forget about hosted by, this. our guest this week is Rashawn Scott. She's a comedian and actress based here in LA. You can listen to uh, Rashawn on her podcast, The Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, uh, which is a great group of people uh, doing some uh, D&D style playthroughs uh, with a, a, a lot of fun. She gets into it, she describes it with a lot of fun. She describes it a little bit in the episode, um, but check it out. And we're hopeful to have, we're going to hopefully have on uh, more members of that podcast as well as we go on. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, uh, she gave us cause this week to donate to. Uh, we have donated to them. And if you donate and send proof to Bundle Buddies Podcast at gmail.com, we will shout you out on the show. Uh, Rashawn's cause this week is black women lead black women lead is a nonprofit organization formed in los angeles california after the killings of george floyd and brianna taylor black women have led this country since the beginning and they want to amplify more black leadership in this movement they speak out against murders committed by police campaign against violence systematic racism and advocate for anti-racist policy defunding the police investing in communities and will call for the prosecution of killer cops BWL is committed to meeting this movement with the urgency and outrage it requires. They hold rallies, protests, and donate to bail funds, mutual aid funds, and into communities directly. They are here to put in the work. At Black underscore Women Lead, L-E-A-D, on Instagram or on their website, uh, blackwomenleadlead.black, blackwomen, L-E-A-D, dot B-L-A-C-K. Uh, we've donated them. If you donate and send proof to BundleBuddiesPodcast at gmail.com, we'll shout you out on the show. Uh, Rashawn was involved with them, or has been involved with them uh, here in Los Angeles. Um, over the summer, they had weekly protests and rallies with thousands of people, and uh, they've been donating meals to families, schools, and doing toy drives. Um, so it's a fab- fabulous cause, and uh, you should check it out. Some people, after big events like that, create silly video game podcasts, and some people are making meaningful change. So. Please go support them. They're fantastic. Yeah. Rashawn is awesome. This episode is so good. Uh, we were very lucky to have her, and we hope you enjoy. See ya.
gasoline. All right. You know, gasoline, the, the best way to cook. Hi. <laughs> Eric was <laughs> waving, so I waved too. No, I, I love it. This is a, in uh, our podcast. We just, it's all hand gestures. <laughs> well, that's good for the listeners. Yeah. It's good they, for them oh, to know that you guys are it. In- We've got, the, it's like an ASMR kind of thing. Like they, they really love the sound it's of like hands waving. The opposite of ASMR. It's like, uh, mm. WSMR. What's the, ASMR? what does ASMR actually stand for? Stan? Good question. Okay. Um, audio sensory motivation manipulation manipulation I've I've watched those videos but I've never gotten the tingling like the mukbang videos of people eating I'm just like no I well I so I can't stand the sound of someone chewing like to me that's maybe one of the worst sounds ever yeah so this is like (laughs) <laughs> didn't make any sound. Okay, that was fine. That was actually. No, I heard it. That was great. Yeah. Honestly, now I just got the tingling. <laughs> Rashawn, you've unlocked ASMR for Eric. Oh my god! Soft oh, the- popcorn. That's my thing now. <laughs> just yeah. I had a good weekend. I was soft popping all weekend. <laughs> you know, I kind of hit a wall, and I thought I gotta try something new. Let me soft pop. <laughs> It actually unlocked a part of me I don't especially like. I'd like to go back. Uh, undo, undo, um, undo, undo, undo. Undo, undo, undo. No, no. no. Uh, I should have defined my life in two phases. One is before and I started soft popping, and the other is when I completely alienated myself from my friends and family. Yeah, and we really want to talk to you about that, about the soft pop. I think you and Orville need to, like, break up. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I can't support this relationship anymore. It's not healthy. It's all one-sided. Uh, I have a Y'all feeling this it. is. I have a feeling this is going to be a silly podcast. This is. Hey man, once silly. once you pop, you can't stop. That's what I always say. Uh, Rashad, you and I met, but when you were you you stacked meat on my head. I did that. You know, the few times that I had really got to perform at UCB Sunset, because I lived right behind it. Like my my apartment, if you hop the fence, I could see into my like bedroom. Oh my god! And so I kind of limited my time at UCB because it's, it was so close. Mm-hmm. But that show, um, I forget who who asked me to do that. I believe I don't. Maybe it was who... classic, my classic. It could have been also been Caitlin Linden. Formal, Very likely, formal former guest, former guest of the podcast, Bundleieber, Caitlin and Linden, BB, first time, long time she is. Yes, uh, and so it was a game show where all I heard, when I hear game, I'm like, just win, just try to last as long as you can. <laughs> so that show had trivia. There was a point where I had to protect an egg that was told I was told this egg is my child and that if anything were to happen to it I would lose the game so I was very close to it and then there was a portion where they said we're going to be stacking meat on this young man and everybody we brought out a tarp and a stack of meat and I was like oh my gosh this is such a clean fun safe game and obviously everyone knows that we're stacking meat then everyone's like hey this guy that you're stacking meat on he's a vegetarian <laughs> <laughs> And I felt so bad, but I I had to win. <laughs> was that so the stack that beat. Was that the show? Did that end with what time is it? Yes. Oh my god! So <laughs> it, this would be 
incredible. This so the game show is just sort of it was like with our friend Mike Classic, who's uh, a nut, and um, the final game of the show was if you can tell us what time it is, you'll win the game. Like just say just from the top of your head, and like we had gone over time, we had maybe gone like. 15 yeah. minutes over whatever our, whatever our allotted slot was, whatever. And Rashawn nailed it. You know what? I was gonna, in the audience. That was great. It was very fun. And I, because, you know, I got I to gotta be honest. I had a friend in the audience who mouthed to me what time it was. Uh, out of here. You're kidding uh, me. Carolina Montenegro. Oh, you did it. God. <laughs> you like, yeah, fuck yeah, we <laughs> Because Luke can suck it because Luke smashed my egg when I stood up to like play a game. So it was like it might it was like blood. You killed my egg child, and now I have to win this game. <laughs> oh, that's so funny! I hope that show comes back. That show is always so fun, so ridiculous. A very really silly is. one. Yeah, we should do an outdoor obstacle course. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god imagine like if just an american ninja warrior but it's like just all of our out of shape comedian friends mm-hmm. so just watching everybody continuously miss that first monkey bar or whatever it's like <laughs> or like wipeout <laughs> yeah i, I love that. i would love to try wipeout it looks fun yeah, it's the ones where you have to like j- run and jump onto a ball that like <laughs> the, the you know when you're running on solid ground and then going on to something in motion. That's the the scariest part of like, how do you train? I, I'm not going to be jumping off of treadmills. No. <laughs> my home to train. Nope. It just seems hard. Uh, it's like Fall Guys. If Fall Guys were in real life, that's exactly the game <laughs> I would want to play. Um, Try not to fall down, yeah. Rashawn, uh, tell us about, about video games. Where's, uh, what was your first, uh, your first love? Your first or your first game experience? Do you have an early formative game memory? Oh yeah, I remember when we got a Nintendo sixty four, and it was the coolest thing ever. Mm. Uh, you know that uh, the it was like a Christmas gift that was like, oh, this is for everybody. Uh-huh. You know, it was me and my younger brothers, and it was so funny because my youngest brother at the time he's probably like two or three, so we would plug in two controllers and only do one player. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that he is playing, and we we got away with that for a very long time. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Just to include him, and then um, you know, it was like cruising USA. I really liked mm-hmm. racing games, but then when we all got Game Boy Colors, now that mm. was wild, and I had Pokemon Blue. Oh and yeah, I, I was also a blue. Blue's also. a good one. Start with, uh, I believe, Bulbasaur. <laughs> or yeah, I mean, you should start with Bulbasaur. Anybody That's... who's trying to play the game now. I was Charizard's Pokemon Red, play. but I started with Bulbasaur. I was a uh, uh, Bulbasaur, and then Venusaur, and then Megasaur. No, that's not right. Ignore me. I'm, I'm wrong. No, that's the Squirtle evolution. <laughs> I don't want to sound stupid on here. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, I played Game Boy Color for a while until this girl in fifth grade band stole my Game Boy Color. Get out. Her, her name is Jaquise. Uh I know she took it. I know she did, <laughs> but there's no way I'm getting that thing back. But um, as we got older, my brothers more played Xbox and uh, like mm-hmm. uh, Guitar Hero was a fun game I played a lot. But in recent years, um, I, got a, I got a Nintendo Switch, so I was playing Zelda uh, for the first time. 
you know, Mario Kart like you should. I've been Animal Crossing is really what's taken up a lot of my time oh, sure. uh, this year. And then I have a PlayStation 4, so I've played I've started the Miles Morales Spider-Man game. Cool. I've played Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I really like games that have uh, quests within the open world. You can just play for as long as you want. Sure. When it's like a linear story, I get kind of bored. So I just need to be able to play at my own pace. Hmm. Do you like to, so are you, do you like, are you a side quest person? You're just, do you ever finish narratives in sandbox games? Uh, n- not as much. Like yeah. I tried to play um, just like Mario. Oh, no, no, no. I had um, Left Behind. Is that the oh, one? The uh-huh. Zombies? I played that for a minute and it was like, this storyline is too, <laughs> too intense. And this is like too real. And this is before <laughs> any sort of uh, 2020 year of doom thing. It was just like, <laughs> this is, no, this is unsettling. I can't, I can't play this and calm down. Yeah. <laughs> we, we me. just played a game that was part of a jam that was made in 2017 where they were like, this has been a tough year. So let's all make games that are fun and positive. <laughs> and we were like, 2017 is a tough year. Oh my goodness. I don't want to tell you guys what's coming, but I mean, highways to jeans were just coming back. So it was really hard for a lot of us. <laughs> you remember I used to play diner dash. That was a really fun game where, but it was basically uh, like you mean like you would go and eat food and then split without paying the bill. Oh, no. <laughs> Diner Dash, I think it was like a mobile. I used to play jaywalking. <laughs> it's a good one until they throw you in jail. Yeah, it's fun. No, but it was a like a mobile game where you go around and you're taking orders and trying to like clear plates and stuff. It's almost like um overcooked have you played yeah, that sure oh, I, I've that. never played overcooked but I've heard of it it looks fun. yeah that's very like task oriented that's like again like if I can accomplish things in a timely manner yeah I, I have oh that's so interesting so you're big into just like checking things off the lists whatever mm-hmm. it is feeling productive did you ever yeah. play like Stardew Valley or any of those kind of games oh if that's the one where you're the little princess and you're you're like altering reality so you can get further that is a that's a different game that, that just came out that I am very curious about as well. That one's called like Lappy or something like that. But Stardew no, Valley is a farming sim, sort of like Animal oh. Crossing, but it's just a little there's a little more going on under the hood than an Animal Crossing where mm-hmm. you know, it's that's about sort of like the delightful experience and interaction. And Stardew Valley is more about like exploration and like doing stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I'd be nice. really into that. Again, again, it's like either a game that has like small <laughs> A task to complete or a game that's so infinite that it takes me hours to finish. Just like living in that sandbox kind of thing. How long were you playing Breath of the Wild for? Oh my gosh, I still haven't finished it. Yeah, dude. (laughs) I still haven't finished it. And my younger brother, um, the one who we used to give the the fake controller to. Sean, I already beat it on master mode oh, and I got wow. the sword and I got this and I got I downloaded these all these DLCs and I'm like I'm still trying to get past the Yiga clan because yeah <laughs> throwing bananas is not a, you, I mean I don't I like to run in and slash like that's why I like Assassin's Creed where I'm just like I can decide to like snipe people with arrows or I can just run in there with a sword and just kill everybody yeah rest of the wild is so weird in that like I don't know it's you can really just fuck around in that game forever and not do anything. There's so much. I was much climbing to do. trees for the yeah. longest time before I was like, "Oh yeah, 
<laughs> like, ooh, a horse? I'm going to name them all after drag queens. That'll be fun. <laughs> I'm going to take out Bob the Drag Queen for a little tour around the countryside right now. <laughs> she already done had hers, horse. <laughs> I So I've never gravitated towards racing games. I think for me, the frust- what, what I always found frustrating about racing games was like, you kind of knew what, like, I was always bad at them, I think. So it was like, from kind of the start it was like i know i'm in last place and what i have to like continue to be in last place for the rest like why am i why am i still playing like why can't i quit this and like it's like you guys yeah you won i'll you fit like quit hey, uh erica if you ain't first you're last okay <laughs> I know. Call me Ricky Bobby because I love it. <laughs> like but those games are like uh, FIVA, like uh, those like European racing games. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, that you're just tricking out cars and having fun, like Mario Kart. Like the, yes. it's like this. It's very basic, and the soul of the game is be first. <laughs> and, the, the biggest thing for me is like in those real racing games, I never figured out how to do corners mm-hmm. like what and do you how do you go faster so in a corner? wait show, explain what this hand gesture thing that you did since it's a podcast i, was, I know that we, we were talking about hand I, gestures okay so i have my left hand on the wheel okay and i and i'm shifting down with my right hand i don't know how to drive a stick so i assume <laughs> they're like really close together so it's like you're, the stick is on the wheel a, it looks like the stick is on the wheel <laughs> have a towel in your hand and you're squeezing out the water <laughs> <laughs> um no but so why what 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 makes you gravitate towards racing games or 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 at a young age what was it that was attractive about it i i think it's the purity of it i really mm. like my, uh, when i played sports and stuff uh you know a lot of people think us theatrical people aren't athletes but we are <laughs> Uh, but my my dad was really basic with it. He's like, if you can hit, run, catch, throw, you can play any sport. Yeah. So yeah, it's like basic of like, you know, like that's literally anything, and you can apply that to you know across the diaspora. <laughs> I applied that to the improv world and to the gaming thing, and it's like, okay, so I just have to drive straight. Uh, this A is the gas, B is stop, and there's gonna be you know big corners. And like, uh, but but it is challenging. I guess it's the people that you play with because I I also play board games too, and that gets really competitive. Oh sure, and yeah. Some games that are like far more complicated that you can't really get down to the science of what the game is. You know, and like someone's like learning as you go. Like I like to play with people who already have already have this understand the game a little bit better mm-hmm. so that we can, like jump into the action and the strategy of it sure but uh but uh, the thing in mario kart i never go those like secret passageways i never sure. knew what those were mm-hmm. i never knew like i oh i'm always getting hit with shells i'm saying like <laughs> i have in the passion like there's a group that i play with that we just text each other vroom vroom and this one guy mike he wins every single time oh my God. i just try to like add more people to the group so like i'll end up being like fourth but uh-huh. you know i could be third if we had more people you know mike is always <laughs> first. i so i uh i've been playing a lot of rocket league where you're 
cars with jetpacks playing soccer. But I get the like there's something that is really nice about like these are the like handful of simple mechanics. Here it is. This is the game, right? And I, I, I think that you're right that there is something that is kind of attractive about uh like any of those sports games where it's like, well you're gonna be able to make you're gonna have to make interesting decisions like in a split hair kind of moment right mm-hmm. like and that's sort of what it is it's just like that like lots of different points you're having to make interesting choices but it's not it's not like an intense heady experience which i also enjoy but it's i like you need a combination of things it can't you like because you can hit that like uncanny valley of like there's too much going on mm-hmm. the storyline's too complicated i don't mm-hmm. care about this character mm-hmm. yet you know, why would i want to spend you know a hundred hours like so like animal crossing you can create the character and make it look like you if you want to mm-hmm. boom you're invested there it's simple it's capitalism clean up this island for free <laughs> <laughs> it'll give you some money and then you learn how to kind of trick the system and that opens up the whole other world of players who have decided you know here's a uh, custom clothes here are custom items here's how you can make eight billion bells so you can do whatever the hell you want <laughs> Dude, I love it. You're so like achievement or and task oriented these games. Like it's clear you can you you know, my goal is to win the race. If I win the race, I've achieved my goal. If I didn't, I did not. My goal is to max out my bells. If I do that, then I can do what I want. I love it, dude. It's so great. And now after playing this game for like 400 hours, over the last couple of days I was like, man, I'm going to I'm going to level this entire island. Mm-hmm. I'm going around and I'm picking up everything and putting it in storage and I'm just going to level it out and start over. Yes. Because you could start completely over like back to zero. Yeah. I, got, I have 8 billion bells, baby. <laughs> I'm walking away from that money. <laughs> I mean, you can make a lot of stuff happen with 8 billion bells. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm just trying to, you know, give back to my community. You know? uh, who's, your, who's, your, who's your favorite villager? Who do you have? Um, my favorite is, oh, he's the little ducky guy, Scooter. I'm, uh, cause I was trying to make my island only, um, bears and pigs and, uh, frogs. <laughs> so it's like the Muppet show. <laughs> but like, I'm probably, as I'm like getting rid of resources, like more islanders are leaving, but I'm trying to like make sure the good ones stay while I do some remodeling. But totally. Yeah. I, that I just, whole process of breaking up with the Islanders is like so stressful. It takes forever. I one of them, I just kept hitting over the head with a net, and they were like, "Please stop doing that. That is so mean." And I'm like, Move out. <laughs> Wait. So okay. So I I have actually never played the the game, and really all of my understanding of the game is from is almost from this podcast, right? Like people talking about what they've done. So let me so let me see if I can kind of explain the game and you you two tell me whether or not i'm all right so you are like you're you're a raccoon right and you have an nope, island stop 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 already wrong yeah so you wrong. blew it you blew you're it you. you are you and there's a guy named tom nook and i'm like hey man you're more than welcome to hang out on this island enjoy all of his beautiful resources oh. though but your ass is gonna sleep in this tent <laughs> until you can afford to buy a house Wait, that's you. You, the game player, yeah. are going to sleep. Tom in Nook time. saying that to you. Oh. Tom, Tom Nook, Nook is the raccoon. Yeah. Tom Nook lives on your island, though, which is yes. dirty, and you need to clean your island up. But all of a sudden, you know, you living in a tent, but Tom's got this like little like lean to. Oh. He's able to sell you, you know, 
tools okay uh and, and like you know diy so you can learn to make other shit mm -hmm. and then you cultivate the island as much as uh tom uh, wants you to and that unlocks certain abilities like in zelda you're like learning more rules sure. uh, controls as the game goes on got it and okay can you get rid of tom nook no he's no. the plug man no. he's always he's, in he's just always he's there. tom nook he's will the dealer. always be on your island Although he, it is kind of funny because like the idea of it being capitalism is like, it seems like they put some stuff in there where it's like, they know about it. Cause you'll like show up and Tom will just be like drinking a soda while you're like doing all this work. You know, he's just like hanging out in the tent, like, Oh, good job. Yeah. You can pay off your loan now. Good work. Good work. And he's, he's not doing jack shit. And you're just like giving all your labor to him. You know what I mean? Like he's like, good job. You weeded 1000 weeds. Good job. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> out of you. Um, He's a he's a bad guy, but he's Tom, cute. Nook the crook, I say. Nice. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Nintendo's gonna come for us. Nintendo's gonna <laughs> shut this podcast down. And just a couple dude. of Nintendos, and we can talk about it. <laughs> I mean, war with Nintendo for a free Nintendo. Animal Crossing. <laughs> It's like so inexorably tied to the beginning of quarantine for me, you know, that sort of like those early moments when it came out. And Katie and I were splitting, my, my wife and I were splitting an island for a little bit. And then she got really into Animal Crossing. And it became kind of a point of contention between us about she would do stuff on the island that I didn't agree with or I didn't want. And eventually it was just like, you know what? This can be your thing. I, I like, I hope you have fun with it. Have, have a really good time. I could not imagine sharing an island with someone. I did a tour of a friend's island, and her husband moved his house onto hers. So they were both there visiting at the same time. I don't know. They were deep into it, too. They were one of the first people. Katie and, and uh, Michelle are the two people I had like, reached out to in the beginning of, like, tell me what to do. Wow. Make it exciting for me. Because I had seen – I was resistant at first because I was like, what is this game? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Um, but then I saw people, like, doing recreations of, like, movie sets, like, scenes from movies <laughs> into such detail recreating their whole island to look like a desert that was someone mm. really cool they just had like bones scattered everywhere and it was standing <laughs> off in the distance it was so cool so it's like a lot of detail goes into it and there was just another update literally two days ago so there's even more shit oh my god i gotta check it out again i haven't <laughs> katie was talking about booting back up there that's the first time she's brought it up in a couple of mo months i want to encourage that i love my gaming wife my gamer wife my, my wife, wife. Not a wife who game give a shit and it's funny too because i occupy so much of the television with my game playing and it it obviously annoys the the hell out of her and my solution i'm like uh, why don't i like get a like gaming computer or pc or something like that and she's like absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> i love that like it'll no. give you, you'll have the TV, and I'll just never talk to you anymore because I'm playing video I games. Your attention, Eric. Oh uh, my gosh, it's tough. It's tough. My imaginary wife husband <laughs> has no problem with it. <laughs> Tom, I can really do whatever I want. If only... No, we are separated. Oh, okay. Tom and I. <laughs> if only uh, real life was as easy as video games. Hello. As much sense, am I right? I don't know. Oh, I've been playing Apex Legends, and uh, I get killed a lot very quickly. That one I couldn't get into. Like, I think it's just the real sounding weapons and just mm. like the Call of Duty of it all. I was never. 
<laughs> fun, fun, and cut. I mean, it's a dark joke I'm about to tell. Uh, uh, Call of Duty mm-hmm. Black Ops. When it came out, my brother got it for Christmas, and it was like we had all opened our gifts, and my dad was like, "Oh yeah, I remembered. I bought you this game." And it wasn't wrapped up or anything. And my dad, who he's, I feel he's a hilarious guy. And he did not mean this to be a terrible thing. But he goes, he gives it. He's like, hey, man, if you shoot up any schools, I don't know you. <laughs> I was like, no, that's wild. But also, dad's really letting us know that shooting up schools is not tolerated. And he will not stand by us at all if it comes to that. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good line to draw. <laughs> I don't know. It's also just like, <laughs> hey, man. you. Oh, don't go canceling Rashawn's dad, everybody. Come don't. on. He said he's against it. He is against, against it. it. Well, we, I think we got to be able to talk about this stuff. Come on. It's got to be hard to be a parent, right? With like video games are so violent, and just like it's like. But everybody plays them, and everybody wants to play them, right? And it's like I don't how I had to fight. I had to fight with my mom to get her to let me. She and she never bought me Street Fighter, but like that was the game that I wanted so much as a kid, and that she was so not into. And it was like I petitioned in Street Fighter. They would send you along to different um, cities and countries and stuff like that, and I was like, Ma, this game will teach me geography. <laughs> and she was like, no. <laughs> like, no. For her, man. That is such horse shit. And she's like, no, what are you talking about? Like, no. At least what my dad said was logical. Yeah. <laughs> but it's gotta be hard, right? Like you get your kid these like, I don't know, do I mean it's just like I don't find joy or release. Like I, when I want to sit down mm-hmm. and enjoy playing a game. Um, a shoot a bang bang game like that is probably like too close. If it was like intergalactic space, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Or like Assassin's Creed is like, oh yeah, it's likely that there are a bunch of guys with swords fighting each other. I can believe that. Uh-huh. Uh, and I just like the violent games, like my parents were not into wrestling. They were like, mm. no, kids are getting, you know, paralyzed from, you know, doing the moves on each other. But it wasn't like we were living in some sort of like shroud of innocence. We, no, my dad lives in the like public enemy, and uh-huh. yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> very. <laughs> it's like it depends very... on where those guns are aimed. Like, there's some people you shouldn't aim guns at, and there's some people you should aim guns at, and that's what public enemy is all about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go back and review the text. <laughs> <laughs> direct quote. I mean, yeah, talk about black ops. Am I right? <laughs> yeah no big deal all right please don't cancel me okay i'm sorry i didn't i didn't mean to get everyone so charged up no. yeah we're, we, get, we sometimes get a little too political on bundle buddies gotta say um the the it, it's funny wrestling specifically too because that to me feels like my parents wouldn't let me watch actual violence on TV or movies until I was like maybe 11 years old or something like that. So what they would do is just rent cartoons from Blockbuster. Then we had two VHSs set up and they would just steal all of those cartoons on these tapes. And that's all I watched. That's what I was allowed to watch over and over again. Um, So my brain got warped by like cartoon plots. You know, Mm. that was my 
specific vice. But it's, it, like, it's it's just so funny. It's like I think parents just try to make the best choices they can and like, you know, go with like, it. I really hope this doesn't mess you up. But just like, hey, <laughs> totally. I'm still soothed by the Muppets. I'm like, whew, man, I, I thank God. <laughs> I was freaking out. <laughs> you're so soothed by it. You're trying to recreate it on your Animal Crossing island. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's your happy place. It truly is. <laughs> do you have a do you have a favorite game of all time like hands down this is the best game that i ever played video game best game i ever played oh gosh oh 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 it was i'm trying to remember the name of it but this one i get like reading blaster do you remember math blaster those games <laughs> uh-huh. yeah like early early computer games it was like i had that one and like kid picks on like a lion king game i remember <laughs> consumed so much of my time come you know obviously compared to now but like yeah totally i remember i could play those for hours it was so <laughs> fun. i had the like one that was like uh, you're on a spooky island and this witch is like cast a spell over the island and you just have to solve all of this again, i know exactly and they're like little guys it's like little guys walking around i know exactly what you're talking about it was like a mac game yes they were all like skewed in the learning uh, direction <laughs> trying to keep us smart I'm trying to learn geography the real oh. way uh video get street fighter taught me geography there's five cities in the world there's new Name york them. tokyo One. paris <laughs> that's it should have gotten the game should have let him get the game roxy he didn't learn that <laughs> he didn't learn he should have gotten the game get a letter campaign right to uh, eric's mother Oh yeah. Now my mom did a good job, I think. I don't know. They but like their decisions were all so strange. Like I don't we watched like Rocky Horror Picture Show real young. I yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I feel like my parents' choices were just arbitrary. It was just sort of like <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh well if I'm making a decision about it then I'm gonna err on the side of like caution. But like Right now I'm watching The Shining and you're fucking sitting here, so we're watching The Shining together. Like, strap I mean, in, it. you little idiot. Parents were just trying to make sure you have good taste. <laughs> I also, we also watch Trading Places every Christmas, so this, like, whole eat the rich shit. I was like, oh, they're just doing the plot of Trading Places. I'm fully aware. I understand the stock market. Yeah. <laughs> Had no business. Like I don't care what these guys are doing. It is funny, but yeah, I mean it's it's arbitrary. Like my cousin, her kids watch The Walking Dead with her. That's her one of her favorite shows. Oh wow! And the kids are you know I don't maybe they had scary dreams about it. Who knows? But there's a lot of those sort of like you know that's got a lot of big questions built into it. You know about mm-hmm. letting someone die or not. There was there was a game we played for the bundle called Overland that is uh, sort of like creating a world like the walking dead sort of like a post-apocalyptic thing where you you have to do a turn-based strategy thing and boy oh boy does that game make you think and feel weird about your choices and decide who you're gonna be kind of a thing like it was wild man i love it well that's a good one check it check it out some good things to to cross off your list in that one oh yeah yeah that game that game ruled it's actually totally worth playing it's on switch Wait, oh, what was that? What was it called again? Overland. Overland game. And you know, I did you tell me also about that goose game? 
Untitled Goose Game. I yeah, that one. But you were you were so hyped about it. <laughs> it's great. Well, the reason being, we're talking about like uh, like you know partners and gaming and stuff like that. But like Katie doesn't like video games, and I've been looking for years and years and years for like the thing her window into this stuff, and turns out a little mischievous goose is like what she wants from a game like sitting there laughing at this goose like terrorizing little kids and stuff like that is all she wants to do like that's her that's her window into gaming uh hit run catch throw baby hit, run, yeah goose uh torture child glasses mm -mm. Mm, goose torture child glasses yes what are we talking about <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we played four games this week because uh, the first three we pulled didn't feel substantial enough to really have like a long conversation about. This week, we didn't have any one game that was like a big game. They're all pretty small. Um, yeah. So we played uh, Six Match, Please, Umu Ram, and 12 Labors. We'll start with 12 Labors uh, from Brendan McLeod, an interactive fiction visual novel. Rin is back home after a colossal screw-up. With her parents busy looking after her dying grandfather, Rin is all alone with both her thoughts and some severely overgrown garden statues, but digging in the yard work might be just what she needs to get through some tough feelings. Okay, so Eric and I have a lot of disputes on this show about like what we want to get from games. <laughs> I am yeah. usually of the opinion that like if a game is made and you know communicates something interesting, that's enough. Eric usually wants to have fun uh, playing a game. You know, like, which is a very understandable position, but I usually give them a little more credit. This is normally the kind of game that I would defend on the podcast, uh, but I can't okay. defend this one, unfortunately. Like, <laughs> because it is, it is cool. Uh, you're just clicking. You're, you're not clicking. Doing, yeah. Clicking. You're clearing moss. You're clearing off moss. Off a stitch. <laughs> and sort of revisiting like past trauma and stuff like that. And. I get that it's communicating something about, you know, the, the process of like acceptance or, or whatever it is it's communicating, but it does, the writing is not up, you know, you need to have some really good writing mm -hmm. and communication to be able to just stick something like this. And this game just does not have it, you know? I just don't think this game got a fair shake for me because I've been binging Grey's Anatomy <laughs> for the last two weeks, so I'm deep in season six sure so going through the motions of you know uh, a family member who may be dying and that dealing with the fact that they are dead and going through their things and how that i mean shonda rhymes really sums it up in those speeches quite nicely <laughs> and in this one it was just you know this kid was upset that they had to clean up the yard and then was getting these intermittent text messages from the mom which I would have just rather been like, I'm not going to do this yard work. I'm just going to come to the hospital. Uh -huh. Honestly, this has been a graphic novel. Yeah. So there's, so there's this kind of thing to where uh, the, some of the games that we played, they introduce that like the part of the aspect of this game is about a very heavy emotional state or conflict or you know somebody working through it and it's it's like going to like an indie film festival and watching you know like 12 pieces of shit about like really intense 
you know, it's like this piece of shit is about genocide, right? Like, and it's just like, it's like, you oh, know, like, damn, Eric. <laughs> I don't know if I would that feel comfortable saying pieces of shit. I'm not. Yeah. Yes. No, you're right. You're this game is not a piece of shit, but I think that there's something uh, manipulative about saying like, this is about alcoholism. Yeah. Now clean a- moss off a statue. It's like no, this is a game about cleaning fucking moss off of a statue, and you're you're trying to contextualize it in a manipulative way. And if you fell flat on your face, then I think, then I'm I'm actually pissed off. <laughs> you know, I I was hoping like you'd clear the moss, and maybe like grandfather has some sort of like relic, you know, in deep in the the statue that you unlock to, you know, it becomes fantastical. But there was like a little squirrel every once in a while. <laughs> and because I was just like, oh my God, there's going to be 12 of these. Yeah. It was just so obvious. I like, I, I kind of clocked what the end goal was. So I was just honestly trying to just like click through it all. And it's, it's a thing of like, it needs, if it's going to be a visual novel, you know, if that's the idea, if you're creating essentially a visual graphic novel, then I, I want to be transported by the story. That's what you live or die on, you know, and something like this. And the story, it just wasn't a compellingly told or interesting story, which is, is, is where, what it came down to me, you know? And mom never showed up. She was just like, no. he's dead. I love you. I'm sorry. It Your looked nice. It looked nice, you know? Yeah, it looked cute. fine. Yeah, it looks cool. The, the pixel art was nice. The music was very soothing. Yeah. But again, like, when I want to be immersed in the world of a game, the, the soundscape obviously plays a lot in that. So it was like, I'm just clicking and the music is nice and things are moving slowly. Yeah, and the conflict the conflict of the game is that you just don't really want to do this, which yeah. I find to be very strange. Like, that's such a, like, like imagine opening up, um, you know, top, I don't, like. It's just, that's not enough motivation for anybody. No. Yeah. That's not a motive. That's not a, um, like, you know, uh, what's, the, uh, oh my God, I'm trying to remember my theater classes of like your intention justification in this scene i want to um, embarrass someone because it will give me power over them i am hilarious or i you know need to bruise my own ego so i'm just i want to clear these uh leaves no i want to deal with my grandfather's death so i'm gonna be mad about like there was and there there wasn't any dealing with the death they made the death part of this character's journey which to me was even worse where it was like then it's like you get at the end a response to like mom sent you like 30 text messages just like and they're all supportive they're all just yeah it's like an idealized really nice mom yeah Yeah. and and also like like i know you're having a hard time cleaning the moss off those statues but i just want to let you know that i love you like, and another another thing that kind of bugged me about it too is that like it didn't seem like like what she had done was that bad. It, you know, it's like I was meeting some people in college, kind of a thing. You, you know, she what crashed I mean? the car like, at some point. For a second, I was, was like, true. did she crash the car with her grandpa in it? Is that what's going on? Oh my guys, I did not even catch all of that because I was just like, click, 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 click. Okay, okay. grandpa, I scanning it as quickly as I could, not really ingesting the story. It's Look, like, okay. We're, we're not, not going to, I feel bad for I'm ragging so on sorry. this game so much. No, it, it looked gorgeous. And I just, if you're going to make a visual novel, it, it needs to be, the novel component needs to be up to it because otherwise you, you live or die by that. So for me, I'm personally a pass on this one. Uh, Rashawn, what do you think? 
Uh, yeah, I'll pass on this one. Uh, Eric? I Yeah, I'm also uh, going to pass on this one. The Moss right. Cleaning Simulator. Unfortunately, yeah, the, the Moss Cleaning Simulator. Unfortunately, this game was three mushrooms short of a risotto. Um, hey, guys, it's Alex. Little note right here. Um, I haven't had time to go back and pull the audio or to see if we can recover those files. So I will be doing the special sound effects this week. And this game was three mushrooms short of a risotto. Which is what we say, Rashan. It's a, a joke <laughs> from an earlier game we played. Actually, a very comparable game to this one. Uh yeah, although did it right, you know, like what this is supposed to be correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in that game, you kind of it felt fun to interact with the world, and you were sort of moving sadly through. A, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it. it yeah, you feel feelings. You know, it's different. Yeah. Um, okay, next game. This game is called Please. Developer Somewhat, a lo-fi horror walking simulator art game adventure. Uh, description in an alternate timeline where we won the war. You are the repair person. You fix things. You keep things running. You do what you're told. We asked you so nicely. I looked up where we won the war. It's about. It's from a developer in Quebec. So it's some kind of weird Quebec separatist war. Yeah, because I was like, what? I know. I was like, I really hope it's not Germany. <laughs> like, that was <laughs> like, I was like, Jesus Christ. I had to go make sure. <laughs> God, somebody in like Nashville. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, oh my God. We don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so this is a this is a pretty strange game. You know, the horror genre is a definitely an exploding uh, indie game uh, genre. Uh, we haven't played a ton of them. Um, this one's pretty strange. It's it's a very short, small game. You're essentially exploring this lo-fi world, this this um, kind of 3D lo-fi world. And uh, it's really about the sound that you're hearing uh, and the world's kind of creepy and you're walking around hearing these creepy sounds and uh, you sort of follow some instructions and then it kind of ends. Um, did you guys complete it? Yes. I did not because I got very lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just in the beginning of like getting, sussing out the controls, I was like, oh shit, I need a mouse. Yeah. Because I was playing another game that only needed like the cursor. But uh I just got like this is very Tomb Raider, uh James Bond, Goldeneye, where I would just walk into corners and be like, I hate <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what to do. It's inverted. I hate inverted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm big inverted. Hundred percent inverted all the time. It's just a, a tone game. It's about tone. There's there's no content to speak of. You just kind of go through this loop and then it ends. Yeah, the game itself is is not really much of a game, right? It's like you get these little photographs and they pinpoint kind of where you're supposed to go, turn on or off a machine. And I, as I was playing it, I was like, on one hand, this is like not really a game. And, but on the other hand, it's kind of like an ex, it feels like an exploration of like maybe somebody learning how to make a map for the first time. Like it, it feels very like, you know, it, it felt like somebody was kind of maybe making it for the first time kind of thing, right? Like in some ways there wasn't a full kind of, like I couldn't go up the stairs, right? It's just like somebody was just sort of like, ah, I downloaded like a stair, you know whatever Not graphic cool. you could just walk up those stairs and then i just sort of moved on with my you know map building or whatever that was the biggest jump scare for me was when you 
switch to being down in the main area after being up. Oh yeah. The hallway. Yeah. And it's very like, strange. Oh, whoa. Like, like, the stairs and there's like a big gate it also reminds do you ever play in carta there was like that in it was like an encyclopedia but there was a game within it where you like walked around the tombs of the museum yeah and yeah. you got stuck in corners and you had to like solve puzzles. again they just needed a little something else but it was scary i was like oh i don't like this because i can hear dripping sounds and it's really dark well, that and dripping was, sure. it was blood like yeah, at one point you go into the machine, the blood, the, the machine's dripping blood. The machine, I, I wondered what that. was being cooked in that machine or made. I think it was people who were getting crammed in there. In this, do sort you of... think it's like uh, cubed people, or do you? How do you think they break that down? I like, is know. it like a? There's a lot going like a on. Roast or like a deep fry, sous <laughs> I hope I hope it was something nice. I think it was it like the squeezing of the towel, like wringing it out of paper wow. towel. <laughs> Just like ring out the folks. Just ring out some. You gotta get every last drop of blood out of you from the but machine. The, I think in terms of like creating a creepy mood, this thing did a creep create a creepy mood, oh, which is sort of like in my mind, this is one of those things where it's like, does it accomplish what it's that set to do? It sure does. So if, mm -hmm. if that seems like enough for you, I would check this out. So I'll go ahead and end the conversation because there's not really much else to say about it. But like, I'm a play on this one. It's a really quick little spooky jaunt through um, a, a spooky toned world. You'll be able to finish in 15 minutes and then go on with your life. But, uh, you know, wear good headphones and play at night. Uh, Eric, what do you think? You know, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of in the same place. I'm, I'm very much on the fence about this game because it's not, I'm not really making any decisions. But I do think, like, tonally, it's strange and creepy. And that last moment is pretty wild. Yeah. No spoilers, but uh, the end of it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Rashawn. Uh, that last moment. Actually, let's just talk about that last moment for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> I'd like to okay. add on talking on the last moment, but I would say play because it it was fun for the spe you know before I got too confused and frustrated. <laughs> but yeah, played at night. Like I wouldn't play it again because it is scary and probably like playing it alone in the dark in your room would be ideal if you're into that yeah it's spooky isn't it a little spooky feeling spooky game okay here we okay, go okay the next game play, 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 is yeah. my guess is uh, the game of the week that is six match by st33d or steed a pixel art match three swap puzzle description this is a new kind of max three game move mr swap with coins to place uh to swap places with coins you must make a match within six moves match coins of the same type to create a poker hand for extra points gems do not match they're collected when they hit the bottom row skulls reduce your moves left to one if you are next to them when they match, skulls can be disposed of in the same way as gems. A little bit of explanation of how things work in that. Ah, uh, mm -hmm. This is great. This game was like super fun oh. and satisfying. What did you guys yeah. think? I love it. You think ahead strategy type game. I was mm -hmm. like, yes. Because it took me a while to kind of figure out the flow. I was thinking it was like a uh, um, candy crush type situation, mm -hmm. but it's not because there's an extra you know layer to it. You have to think further ahead. It, just, it challenged me more. Yeah. So I really those um the dice thing is cool mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. that mechanic i think is because i think i had the same a similar uh experience with you rishan like up top where it was like oh okay i kind of know what this thing is but then you're like oh i can't really actually put these gems in the like where i want them to be in the way that i want them to be right like the mechanic of having to move and sort of like 
like almost like a worm <laughs> moves through dirt. It's just no, a hundred percent. You do have to kind of rewire your brain a little bit. Yeah, you have to be. A, you have to have worm brain. Yeah, worm brain. Right. Yeah. It's, worm brain. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, gonna yeah. go in your front, not your back. And, and you're gonna well, that's a good you. thing too because it turned us on our our, our ear already. We're like, I know how to play this game. It's just matching colors. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, no, dummy. Um, there, you know, there's more hit, run, catch, throw. Duh. <laughs> I yeah. And honestly, if it was a game where it was just matching colors, I'd have liked that game too. I like. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty easy when it comes to games like these. Like, and and it's almost we we did an episode before you today, Rashawn. So we had to play seven games this week, which is a lot of games. And it makes me bum because I would probably have played six match like so much this week mm-hmm. if it was on its own. Like, it's just sort of like I can fall into one of these games pretty easily because it's just you're playing against yourself. You're trying to get your max points. You're trying to like score as many points as you possibly can. And then you're like, I can't fucking believe I didn't get that on that last one. I have to go back in there and try and score more points than that than I ever can. Just want you to double down. Yeah. What was your guys' top score? Like where how how high did you get, do you think? Not as high as I'd like to admit on the <laughs> on the show, but uh, give me a you know few more hours at the game. I'll, I'll give my numbers up, coach. I promise. I my I got up to like three ninety two, which isn't I think that high. I, all things considered, it's probably like seven or eight moves or something like that. But uh, the way you would get more points by getting like the multiplayer at the bottom with the poker hand and stuff like that was a really cool feature as well. I never really figured out how to do that. Um, there's also this thing where, you know, you have the games where it's all about like the fast twitchy action and like making stuff happen quickly, and then the games that's all about like sort of strategy and trying to set the board like in an interesting way. And I um, never got to the place where I was like anticipating setting the board. I was only ever trying to survive for every six round, like for every hand kind of a thing or every yeah, turn. But even like six is is a good number just in terms of like you can kind of play that way. Like in this mm-hmm. game, you can kind of, if all you're doing is like thinking, you know, even if it, if you get to the point where you're trying to think like six moves ahead, like that seems pretty good, right? Like, it, and if all you're doing is just like kind of reacting to where you are in the space. uh, Yeah. I don't, it's just, this is a well-designed, nice, fun, this- easy little thing. Yeah, you're thinking ahead like chess. Like this, this shows ba- this game is basically Queen's Gambit. Yes, <laughs> yes. And actually, I'm the Queen's Gambit of six match. That's me. When wow. I was playing this game, I had like five hot, skinny boys kind of coaching me in my ear, calling me up. And- hot? Uh, yeah, I don't know about that, man. Yeah, no. <laughs> I hope that they're hot because that's, that's, that's about one, as attractive one, as I am. <laughs> one, uh, one uh, arguably, one like maybe hot boy and one boy who is not hot, but, you know, has some other winning qualities, I suppose. Which one was the maybe? The maybe one, I'm thinking it was that, that older guy who she played, but none of her homies were. You don't think uh, Love Actually had his charms? Love Actually. Now I got, oh I mean, my God! I'm, that the game from Queen's Gambit is the, the little boy from Love Actually. 
Yeah, the little the dude with the yeah, little with the peach fuzz. No, the guy that looks like <laughs> David Spade. Like, yeah, like exactly. heroin David Spade. Was the exact same as he did in. I was like, no way. And freaking. Uh... Someone posted. Uh, Joe McAdams, a very funny Twitter guy. He posted Dudley Dursley up in here and was not <laughs> with it. Hot, hot Dursley. <laughs> Hot, um, sexy Dursley was coaching me on six match. He uh, he posted a picture of the, of that guy from Queen's Gambit and like the cousin from Snoopy who lives in the desert and like wears the hat, Spike, and it was like so right on. It's just truly wonderful. Yeah, he was. He looked malnourished. He didn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> he was not with it at all, but. Are you saying, Eric, that you could take on the best Russian? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm gonna do it. Okay. I'm gonna do it with all of the 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 people that want to have sex with me along the way. That's just sort of how I kind of navigate the world. My and life is complicated. Maybe the people well, who have sex with you along the way are the game of six match. You know what I mean? Wow! Wow! There weren't two. Did you? When you look back, how many footprints are there behind you? That was me carrying. I don't. Well, I was gonna say that you know we're setting this match up in Dubai in uh, four months, so get ready. Oh hell yeah, six match competitions. I had fuck with six match. This game was totally fine, like yeah, totally fun. This is a great little game. Um, I and I would uh the the it was very satisfyingly like it looked good and the sounds it made when you completed stuff were very rewarding, which is. In a game like this, like half of it, I feel like. Yeah. (laughs) Just like feeling good when you connect things from the sounds. I love it. Um, uh, Eric, why don't we start with you? Uh, Yeah, I'm a play. It's it's a fun, silly little game. I I don't know if you can play this on your phone, but like. You can. They have uh, mobile versions. If there's an. I mean, I'm probably going to download an app. Like, it's like totally. Yeah, it's great. It's good. Six match, very fun. Especially if you're into like candy crush style games if you like like a game to play while you're killing time uh i was gonna say before you go out but god (laughs) yeah if you're killing time between zoom calls with your friends (laughs) between playing chess and having sex then six matches for you You know, in the words of Aerosmith, just push play, guys. This is a fun <laughs> game. And uh, I'm also a play on this one. And you know what that means? It's a triple play. Okay, here we go. Plop, 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 play it. Ooh, local legend. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> um, okay, moving on to the final game of the week. Uh, this is M.U. Rom from Borbware. Borbware, which makes you think of Borb the Burb. I don't know if it's the same developer. I don't Love think so. Borb the Burb. Um, this is an 8-bit plat, uh, exploration platformer that's non-violent, has Metroidvania aspects. Description, M.U. Rom is a tiny non-violent creature scanning Metroidvania, gather information, find secrets, and map the world. Demo out. It's a demo. This is a demo. It's not the finished game. Uh-huh. Um, this game is interesting it is hard it's a very hard game (laughs) yes well it's funny because i think i'm top of the first who made it out of the first room who made and how long did it take you what do you mean first room oh when you okay so you you're by the computer and you hop down yeah and then you're trying to get over but the you the slug thing doesn't 
hurt you. I tried to run back and to run forward and jump yeah. so many times or thinking that was there was another button beyond Z. Was yeah. there? I did the same thing. Oh. I sent like what the, the game, I think, does a good job in this first room of training you exactly what you're going to expect out of it. Because it turns out it was all about the distance from which you jumped. And the higher the distance, then the then you could get over. Spoiler alert, that's the thing from the first room. I'll probably edit that out of the podcast just so people don't know. But point being, getting out of the first room is tough. And yeah. I probably just sat there for like 15 minutes trying to fucking figure out just what in the hell was I missing, you know, to be able yeah. to do it. Um, and past there, it gets cool. Like you're just doing that same sort of thing over and over again and trying to revisit things to figure out what you missed. Um, and eventually unlocking it. I, I had a good time with this one. Uh, what do you guys think? It was interesting because I thought like, oh, if I fall, the game's over, mm -hmm. but it, it really wasn't. Or when I thought I ran too far and I ran into another room and I just went to another part of the, the board. I was yeah. like, oh, well it's infinite and it doesn't feel like I'm going to fail. I can just keep trying and trying. I got to the part where there was the goose. Did you guys know on the goose? Back? Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Then there are parts that people don't even know about. You just have to play everything. Like I was just trying to get to the top of the board. So I was riding on the back of all of these goose. Yeah. And I had to just jump off at the right time. And then I got kind of stuck in a goose corner and I had to turn it off. I <laughs> That's exactly as far as I made it. I, did you make it up to the next level with the mushroom with the hat? No. Okay. That's where I am right now, and I'm trying to figure out exactly what to do. But I figured out that the geese can fly from the other room, and if you follow it in, it'll keep on going into the other room. And so you can get carried into other areas from geese that are from other separate spots that you follow in, which is, like, interesting. You know, there's stuff going on. But... Did, did you guys all get the scanner as well? No. There's a scanner in it that changes I got, the game. I don't, like, I was able to get, the first room to me felt, like, easy and I got out of it. And then I got stuck somewhere else. Like, I could not get as far as it does you two feel, got. It, it is a big demo. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's parts of it that are just, like, the game's not, the edges aren't routed off yet. So you can get stuck in parts and then, like, the saves don't work out. And so there's just nothing you can do. But when you get the scanner, it opens up another level of the game because certain animals you can scan them and freeze them in place and then use the frozen aspect of it to like upgrade to different areas to do oh, certain cool. things. Um, but the, the idea is you're like wandering around this place, scanning these people these, or these animals or these things and then revealing more about them so you know what to do, how to interact with them in the, the uh, environment. I like that you couldn't yeah. get hurt by the animals. Like at, yeah. at first I was like, well, then what's the point of this? But then it was like, oh, I get to just sort of explore this like two dimensional pixel space kind of at my whim. Right. Like I'm, I'm not going to I can do whatever I can run and jump and however I feel. And there's no kind of like tension in whether or not I'm going to run into something. And that was that felt like a cool feeling. Yeah, it's a less threatening Donkey Kong. Mm. <laughs> No one's throwing barrels at you, but you should jump. Yeah. You, if you feel like jumping, give it a try. Jump. It's a little um, less threatening Donkey Kong. 
the graphics definitely are equatable to like it's Donkey Kong era graphics for sure. Yeah, yeah. this game was a cool little game. I am I was a uh, music was really cool. The music was really good. good yes, I, I, I had a lot of fun grooving along with it. I also like um, their commitment to like secret passageways. Like you know how when you go into the sides and like you can use that. Like I'm all about it. Put as many secret passageways into this place as you possibly can. I'm 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 for it yeah more secrets more secrets honestly you know it's a really cool little game there's not like a ton to say about it it's just one of those things i think you should it it uh deserves to be picked up and experienced and you can play for free in the browser oh um, yeah get high run around in emuram emuram um so what do you guys think are you a passer player Rashawn, why don't we start with you Oh, that's going to be definitely a play. It's low maintenance, and you can play for hours, even though you, you think like, oh, this little game won't be that entertaining, but you'll be pleasantly surprised. Uh, yeah, it's like a maze. I don't know. I'm sort of on the fence between pass or play. It's like I think I got stuck in like weird spots that were just impossible to get out of too many times. Hearing that it's a beta... Um, makes me excited for kind of a more finished version of it but um sure i'll be i'll be a play why not like yeah, I'll, you know, there we go come on what, what the fuck do i have to lose <laughs> wow he just went through the 12 labors in his head of figuring out that he was a play <laughs> move that moss yeah and get to the real you and okay. uh, surprise surprise i'm a definite play this is a fun little game just pick it up and give it a whirl it's great okay here we go pl- 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 play it um that's it those were all the games we played this week there wasn't like a ton to sink our teeth into in terms of like weird things these are all kind of like small little quick games that you could check out you know uh rashawn thank you so much you are a wonderful guest uh where can people find you online or are there any plot projects you want to plug or anything like that what, what's going on with you Yay. um if people want to follow me personally i'm um at rashawn scott on twitter and instagram and i'd like to promote this fun podcast that i just started with a group of friends called mystery county monster hunters club it, it's a very fun show it's 2005 in mystery county the 51st state of superior and there is a group of teenagers and their very fun janitor uh slash monster hunter friend who uh, we try to uncover all the secrets in Mystery County. Um, and uh, the 10th episode should come out this Tuesday. You can find that at Mystery County on Instagram and Twitter, and they're available everywhere you can find a podcast. It's super, super fun. That's that sounds fucking awesome. I want to check that out right now. Please listen to it. Like and subscribe, guys. Is it, uh, <laughs> yeah. is it improvised or scripted? It's improvised. It's a... Um, it's a uh monster of the week masks like mashup uh cool. game so we're kind of like changing the rules as we go along and it we're really only using two die this group we were a D group and then we've kind of expanded out to other games just to just have some variety but this one is really really fun i play a character named shamanda felt the crooked so we all have our own like little backstories and how we're all connected like Myself and uh, Jeff Murdoch's character, Adam Miller, go to Queen Latifah School for Gifted Girls <laughs> and Average Boys also. <laughs> Claire Linick is uh, the, fr- the lovely janitor, Susan Wexler, who teaches us how to fight all these beings. Um, uh, Tyler Samples is the keeper, so our kind of keeper of mis- mysteries. He keeps the story moving along. And... Uh, Aaron Rain and Alan Linick both go who play respectively 
Crashly Grenadine and C.E.J. Cody Ernst Jr., the worst name <laughs> <laughs> of all time, they go to the Denver Broncos Memorial High School. Oh my god! <laughs> and this fictitious like other world. It's 2005. We're in the 51st state of Superior, and we're the only kids who can solve these mysteries. And the Goonch, who is like lusty and trying to like get all these kids. <laughs> to become demons it's very fun it's... oh baby there we go that was great oh my god alex i think they, we're getting really good at this i wholeheartedly agree our guest next week is simon schwartzman an organizer great thinker also a member of my of my online crew i play video games with simon like almost every day uh for like the past year so i'm super super stoked to have this dude on he's also uh one of our biggest listeners uh and the games we are playing are and this is the last one that i have to create myself uh hopefully we'll have all the sound effects back next week here we go bum 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 Make It Last from Strawberry Dagger Studio, a cute LGBT relationship Ren-P romance visual novel. Crest, an indirect god game by E-Create Sleep, a simulation 3D low-poly real-time strategy game uh, made in Unity. And Luminous by Kieran Sheldon, a pixel art 2D adventure platformer in black and white. Sweet. Um, I'm stoked. That's going to be fun. I'm excited to play them. Check them out. Yeah. Okay. I will. Okay. Uh, like and subscribe to us uh, on Apple Podcast. Like and subscribe, I think, is a, a YouTube thing, but I've been saying it about podcasts. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review there, please. And uh, you can check us out on the web at bundle underscore buddies on Twitter. Alex, it's been a dang hoot, my friend. Yep. Till the next time we make this trip around the sun, my dude. Oh, I can't wait to oh. see you next week in the boneyard. <laughs> oh, it's frere. It's going to be a ghoulish good time. Signing off. Uh, I love you, buddy. Love you, too. Bundle Buddies is produced by Alex Hanna and Eric Roth. Our theme song is Neoshiki by Roll Music. Email bundlebuddiespodcast at gmail.com to say hi. All right.